to support this podcast, go to positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Thank you and enjoy the program. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by PB and Joey. Simple, honest, and delicious. Go to pbandjoey.com for more information. Plus, starting August 1st, all orders over $35 or more. Free shipping. That's pbandjoey.com for more details. pbandjoey.com. crazy with this thing? Don't you know I'm local? Jay here, PositiveSarcasm.com. Happy Saturday, everybody. Uh, you can't find me on Twitter anymore because I deleted the fucking app. But you still can find me on Facebook.com slash PositiveSarcasm and Instagram. Minds, Minds.com slash PositiveSarcasm. Yeah, you can find me on all the normal shit. Happy Saturday, everybody. Giovanni Alarndo Pena is kicking it with me in the studio, in the spare parts studio. i got to remember to keep saying that. Um, if you ever seen the movie The Beacon, which was not an Academy Award winner, was more like the Slumdog Millionaire Award winner. Gio was the main character. Now, don't get me wrong. It, it, I he didn't have any, any speaking roles in the movie. It's not a racial racist thing. It's because it was it's a silent, silent movie. movie. Um, I've been working with Gio. We see we did the first movie. It was we did behind the scenes together. You did. A, you had a cameo at the end of the ice cream one. The one when we went to Hampton Beach. Yeah. Um. What the uh, hell was that called? Yeah. Breeze of Betrayal. Breeze of Betrayal. That's that was that could have been good, but yeah. no, it was good. That was my first crack at it. And I dropped the ice cream on accident. And yeah, you d- <laughs> I bought you fucking ice cream. You, you, you. I'm like, get ready to drop the ice cream. Oh, I dropped the ice cream. <laughs> yeah. so, so we took the. There was a scene where he's where Geo gets shot, um, and we. And the idea is, we're, we're underneath. He he get we, he's eating ice cream. You can go and check it out. Go to YouTube.com. Check out Positive Sarcasm. And in the scene where he gets shot, it shows him dropping the ice cream. It falls underneath, from beneath between his legs and onto the ground. Mm. But the problem is, is you you prematured. I know. You yeah. Went prema- you went premature on us. Yep. <laughs> and dropped the ice cream. <laughs> but, um, Man, I remember that day. That shit melted. Fast. We were at the beach and then there was a bunch of what, what was it mayflies were around yeah these flies were attacking this ice cream yeah they were killing it they were all over the they're, they were all over the benches and i still had to lick it like i was licking flies <laughs> i don't know if you had the li- well probably yeah, it was a I there was, was probably already, like 10 flies on it was crazy i was already pissed off because uh there were other people we were around other people and like the they were ruining would, the scene yeah the trashy locals would be like i, I could be in your i'm fucking livid i'm losing my shit um, oh man that's i do i have my quirks as far as an actor goes i'm usually easy or a director i'm usually pretty easy to work with yeah when with the takes and stuff because I, I i mean i know you understand what i'm giving you and why i'm giving it to you and i tell you i'm shooting this scene it's going to be edited in a different way later just trust me but the flies were annoying mm. the ice cream was no big deal i didn't get mad about that because we could just go get more ice cream yep you know and you, could, and you could have got a different flavor. We'll be like, I want pineapple now, you know. <laughs> but um, I don't know what flavor I got the first time. You mango? got that. It was like, um, it wasn't even, it was just, it was all vanilla ice cream. And all they did was add like. To tell you the truth, it did not taste like the flavor that I chose. Yeah, it was all the it same It just tastes like vanilla ice cream. In it. Yeah, it just tastes like vanilla ice cream to me. And they got an award for it. They did? Yeah, they had like awards, some best ice cream of 2019 Hampton Beach Gazette. Or it's a lie. Something. You know, it's all lies. <laughs> the earth is flat. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's all lies. Yeah, what, what are we, Kyrie Irving here? Um, so 
Yeah, so there was no big deal. We can always get new ice cream. But the gnats were kind of stupid because it was kind of... It, it That's what they call gnats. That's a, Gnats or something like something that. Something like that. Whatever they were. What do you call them? What you Mayflies? Call them? Mayflies? I don't know. Was it was it May when we shot the video? Maybe. Maybe. I don't remember. I think it was. Oh, then they're mayflies. They're fly. They're flies in May. May. We just we just mayflies. coined the phrase. We just okay, that that's it. They're mayflies. Um, but you came in pretty well. You 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 did fine. I mean, I gave you I gave you some easy lines, mm. and then that was it. Uh, but no, shooting at the grocery store was a bitch. And but the day overall was, was I there at the grocery store? I wasn't that uh, there. Was no, it? you weren't at that scene. No, that one we I threw it together. I threw that one together at the last minute. Yeah. Uh, but then we did. That one did the reason it didn't win was because we didn't use any of the specified You did not. Um in in there was in, in Polkin's film scramble, you have to use pre designated um assi- uh prerequisites. For example, if you have to do it you get selected from random genres. Like for example, for the beacon I it had to be a silent movie. Yeah. Which means so obviously if it's a silent movie, I can't use any um no no speaking dialogue. At all, right? And so then you I, have to add, add like specific things. Like you have to have like a someone called I don't know Archie Bar- Garfunkel. Archie Garfunkel is the name of an actor or something. Like that. It needs to be there. Needs to be some guy named Archie Garfunkel in the movie. And then they ha- he has to the, and then there has to be a line in there. Like I don't know. Like uh, Why oops, I forgot to change something. Yeah. Something random like that. Yeah, it's just random uh, prerequisites or. Flags you have to hit before continuing the movie. For the beacon, it ha- we had to use the phrase, even though it was a silent movie, we had to use the phrase, why does this always happen to me? Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the other prerequisite was headphones. Has to have a prop as a headphone. Right. Like, this movie that we're doing right and now. And your name had to be Aaron. Aaron, yeah. And my name, the movie that we're, just, uh, we're, we're, that we're doing right now has to have soap in it. Right. Uh, Bar soap. I, I dropped the soap. Yeah, something like that. I, I dropped the soap. Um, it has to be a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And the character, oh, one of the characters' name, I have to check the, the work. Uh, one of the characters' name has to be like Evan, and he has to be a shrink. or No, not a shrink. Not just a shrink. He has to be a uh, um, clairvoyant. Oh. He has to be, you know, a, a, a psychic. Yep. So that's going to be my job to do. Yeah. Because you're going to be reprising your role as Aaron mm-hmm. from Beacon. Yep. Or some form of Aaron. So you're already Aaron. So your sequel. Your character is selected. This it's is gonna a be, sequel. It's a sequel. You're, you're. Um, so, <laughs> so you're going to be Aaron. You're going to be reprising your role as Aaron who has returned. And I'm going to be this other guy who is the shrink or what have you. Or as over time become clairvoyant. Now in this move, in the, luckily in this one we get we get to give you lines. We actually get yep. to give you dialogue. No silent, no silent tr- treatment. No, this no time. silent, no, no giving you the cold shoulder. This no. Time. But Gio was here, so I was like, screw it. What? While we're while we're just waiting to utilize this, uh, the additional scenes, which just hit the pod real quick. It's and so this is what I do every Wednesday. I literally just sit down. Like I'll have notes. Mm-hmm. Um, the notes are no big deal. It's really like I'll go and find articles that I like. Like, I'll go on CNET, and I'll be like, oh, the Area 51 push for September, where everybody's signing up to go and storm Area 51. That's a funny article. I'll read about that. I'll read about Elon Musk's Neuralink, and I'll talk about stuff like that. It reminds me of, like, a show that I watch on Showtime. Which one? Uh, there's two people. They're called Jesus and Mero, and they're kind of like people from New York. 
uh, is like a Dominican guy and some uh, the other guy is West Indian, mm-hmm. and they basically talk about they they show twice a week, uh, and they basically talk about just stuff that's happened throughout the in, in the United States or wherever the world uh, within the past since the last time they showed. So they're topical. Aired. Topical. Yep. Topical. topical yep. Who's the um? You know who I just listened to a podcast with Charlemagne the God. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's uh, he's great. Breakfast Club. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, Breakfast Club. I'm a big. Fa- I was a big fan of him, and Andrew Schultz tagged along with him too. They mm. went to the. They went to Rogan. Oh really? Yeah, and Charlemagne was great. Charlemagne. Yeah, was awesome. he he does his own. I think he's been doing podcasts for a while. I mean, he's he he's, he's a radio he's a radio host. He's a radio host. Yeah, he's on ninety four five. Yeah, he's good. I liked him. I thought his personality. Well, I haven't really listened to nine four five in a while, so I don't really know if you, the ba- the the Breakfast Club is still on there. It's still kicking. I actually I don't remember the last time I actually turned on terrestrial radio. The oh real listen to radio. I haven't listened to my car's radio is broken, <laughs> so I use Bluetooth for my phone, and I just listen to the music that I have on my phone, and I have many gigabytes of music on my phone. Like a eclectic style mix of music. There, it's a big mix. <laughs> I got jazz. You know, I got jazz. I got, huh? I got electronic music. I got. Right, I got you rap. Want to educate us on some jazz there. Geo, Dude, I, I, I geo listen jazz. To, I listen to some Chet Baker. You know, some Chet Baker. Some uh, some Miles Davis. Uh, some some just just here and there things like I I listen to uh, Herbie Mann. He he plays the the it was it the flute. Yeah, he plays the flute. Uh, I could, I jazz could, flute? Yeah, jazz flute. Sure. You want to listen to somewhere? I can put it on. I don't know. If uh, you... we can we can later. Oh, okay. I mean, I would. I just yeah, uh, jazz flute. It's pretty. I played it for uh, every like. You played fucking jazz flute. Uh, no, I don't play jazz flute. Oh, I'm not Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anchorman. Remember when he plays jazz flute? <laughs> but, uh, I'm pretty sure we all do. Yeah, but uh, no, I played it at John's house once, and he's like, "What is this music? Get it oh, off!" You... Really? He didn't like it. Oh, what? He, he wait, likes wait. Chet, he likes Chet Baker. I got John into Chet Baker, but the the Herbie Man flute. He's like, what the hell is this? Well, I he, mean, he didn't enjoy it. What his taste the music is any better? Uh, he lists, He likes to listen to a lot of like Bad Religion, Rise Again. He loves Bad yeah. Religion. Bad Religion, uh, uh, Tiger Army. Tiger Army didn't do anything for me. Yeah, Tiger Army. He's actually gonna see him in in Canada or something. They're not allowed in the U.S. No, I think they're allowed in the U.S., but it's just it's gonna be in Montreal. <laughs> no, uh, they're banned from the U.S. Um, Fuck Tiger Army. Are we allowed to swear I, in this thing? Oh know. yeah, we can. Yeah, we can swear. Fuck Tiger Army. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Hate them. Um, if you want to hear Giovanni Orlando Pena, the third, um, the third, the third swear <laughs> on this podcast, you can go to iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, uh, po- all the all the usual criminal. Uh, elements so yeah um say hello to my subscribers we're, you were, we were talking about um we we're talking about uh latino cuisine earlier oh yeah yeah Where, where'd you where'd you grow up where you got that into your system oh well i'm dominican dominican i'm dominican yeah like so how dominican what are we talking about both here? my parents are dominican we're talking like I drake was... at dominican or like you were born in the dominican no, I was born in Lawrence, which is like Dominican Republic, that's, basically. That's yeah, that's that's New Dominica. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's like that that's like Dominican Republic squared. Yeah, that is okay. Yeah, so you, so I was born they, in Lawrence. Where'd, you, where'd your parents come from? My my mom came from uh, the uh, 
western part of Dominican Republic, close to Haiti, mm-hmm. a mountainous region, it's Neva. It's called Neva. Uh, and then my dad was more, uh, he's from the capital, which it's is more towards the Santo Domingo. Santo Domingo. Uh, yeah, and he's like in the middle, bottom middle of Dominican Republic. So what is, have, have you gone back? Yeah, I actually went to the Dominican Republic uh, last year for a, for a wedding, for my cousin's wedding. How was that? It was very nice. It was a destination wedding, you know, and, and it was yeah. like on the beach. Uh, the sand was so white and, and pristine looking. The water was just beautiful. Uh, and then, I mean, it, it, it was very, very hot, you know, very hot. Uh, I remember, I remember I, we were dying from heat because, um, I, I visit a lot of family members, but once it got close to the wedding, I didn't have, you know, I, I, I didn't pay like a exorbitant amount of money to go into the hotels or anything. Uh, cause that's where, that's also where the, uh, where the wedding party was, but it was just too expensive for me mm-hmm. to get a whole, get a, get into that hotel it was an expensive place. So me and my, one of my cousins, uh, uh, got a, uh, uh, Airbnb. In Dominican? Yeah, in Dominican Republic, that had private access to the beach. I'll be, it wasn't good access to the beach. It was just a dilapidated area <laughs> of the beach. It was like, you know, palm trees were knocked down and stuff. They didn't really keep the place tough because they didn't really care. The hotels where people care about. So uh, we every every day, uh, like. A couple of days before, a couple of days after the wedding and stuff, we would we would walk for like twenty minutes through the through sand. And walking on sand, I mean, that's really exhausting on your feet. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we'd walk tw- like twenty, thirty minutes t- to to uh, to my friends. I mean, to my cousin's hotel, uh, and, and that's where we would meet up with them. And then we once we got got there, where everyone else was, we would like I don't know, play play volleyball, go swimming and stuff. Now, did you go anywhere besides the like? Did you go into the, the Dominican? Because they well, say when yeah. you go to these islands, a lot of the times the the for tourists, yeah, for tourists don't go beyond basically the resort. No, I I went beyond the resort. You know, I I went to Santo Domingo, like the like capital of Dominican Republic, and I also went to uh to my aunt lives in a place called Juan Dolio, which mm-hmm. is like a really rich kind of area because she's. She has a lot of money, and she, and she, in Dominican Republic, and and she just uh, lives on a golf course, actually. Yeah, so it's like there's a golf course around where she lives, and you can actually look in the back porch and just see people and just playing just, golf, just chilling out. Yeah. So uh, there's there's a lot of money there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, and then that's where she does she lives, and I uh, well. It's it's all Juan Dolio and like where we went for the wedding is Punta Cana. Punta you probably Cana, heard of resort. it. Yeah, so yeah, it's like all on the bottom there. bottom kind of like east, bottom east, right? So like the capital is toward middle center. Juan Dolio, where my aunt lives, it's kind of like the bottom, um, but not uh, a little bit away from the center. So it's on. The, if I were to go to Punta Cana from from the the from the capital, I would pass by my aunt's place. That's the, I would pass by. So, but how? So there's Punta Cana, there's Puerto Vallarta. Puerto Vallarta, I think, is Mexico. Is that? Is it? Pretty sure Puerto Vallarta, Puerto Plata. Okay, Puerto Plata. Excuse yeah. me. And what's the? Is, do you, how much do you? How much knowledge do you have of the area? And what is your opinion? I mean, because people, the, people, I've are still been traveling there. People yeah. Are, 
I, I mean, I, I, you know, I, yeah, I hear those stories about people just like dying and stuff, couples dying unexpectedly. Uh, I mean, I just feel like a lot of the that stuff is also people uh, like news stations uh, 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 hopping on that because that's the new biggest story. I'm pretty sure like other people have died in other countries, but they don't really like, like. I guess I guess t- t- what what the intrigue is is because they were mysteriously dying. There wasn't really a lot of like like oh they died because this that happened. You know what I mean? They, they, it's like a mysterious death. Like they died while like in their hotel room or something. No no signs of harm or something like that, which is kind of weird. Uh, so most a, likely, if they just would have stayed on the resort, they would have been fine. I, well. Th- these these pe- this unexpected death I, it's it's weird when once when there's unexpected things happening mm-hmm. people come up to their own conclusions you know yeah, and, yeah. and 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 it's like a mysterious like aura around it like oh my god i don't want to go over there because i could mysteriously die you know, <laughs> i could you mysteriously die here yeah you could mysteriously Shit, we die anywhere too, we can go we can go across silly road no but they're saying but they're saying they're saying that people have uh, fill uh uh Fill fill uh, alcohol bottles was like bleach or something. That's what they're. That's what people said. Like people say that they they filled stuff up with bleach or something like that. Uh, At the resorts, I don't know. I don't even know if it's Dominican Republic per se. I think it, there might be other like Jamaica resor- Jamaican resorts or something. And mm-hmm. and it kind of like and 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 then it tied to Dominican Republic because oh the, it's. It's all the tropical weather, and you know, you know, so they kind of like guilty by association. Yeah, sort of something like that. I was gonna say because if you're drinking a little glass of rum and it, I mean, if there's bleach in it, you're probably gonna know. You're gonna know. Uh, yes. You're gonna know. Yeah, your pal- your palate's gonna be cleansed real fast. Yeah. So you went there for the you just went there for the wedding. Yeah, I went like- there for the wedding. No, but I went there for two weeks. The wedding was on the tail end, like about like three or four. Like three or four days before I had to leave, mm. so I went there a week and a half before. Uh, that's and and I hung out with family members, uh, you know. But you know, it's it's just a different different life over there, you know. It's just uh, I I would visit I would visit a couple of my uncles and my cousin, and I I visited my 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 uncle, and it's so hot he had no AC in there at all. There's no AC, you know, because. I guess ACs cost a lot of money over there, you know, and the ele- electricity is expensive and stuff. So, and electricity goes out all, sometimes, all often, not all the time, not not as often as it, it used to when I first started visiting the Dominican Republic in the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, but but uh, it, it it's more controlled now. But it's just it's also it depends on where you go like there's this place like the, the el campo which is like the country area and over there you got people with like shacks for houses and just like and the in water uh the way the way water is like the way water flows in, through our pipes it's it's not the same as in, in Dominican Republic like in in here you just you can you can get water from like the the water supply going through all the pipes through the ground and stuff like mm-hmm. that, but it doesn't happen like that in Dominican Republic. What's the most places have like these like if you go to an apartment complex like a cement building with a bunch of houses, you have like these huge black tanks uh, of water on the top of the building, 
and they they just sit there heating up and stuff. Uh, and then they have like lip pipes, uh, on, tubes that come off the off the tanks, uh, like plastic tanks or some some kind of tank. I, I, I don't know if it's plastic. Or so like a, a water tank, not like a water yeah. tower. A, it's a huge thing. So it's as big as probably a, t- it, but it's on top of the building. So the, the it's not like it's not like held up by by you know posts or something. It's on top, it's on of, top the of the building. Yeah. Does, is there any other? I mean, other companies don't. I mean, I know that there's water reservoirs on top of like certain buildings in New York and stuff where they use to like put out fires. But this is we're talking about a giant thing of water. Yeah, yeah. And and then and then and, and there's the way the way it goes like. Uh, what what people the water the water pressure is not that strong at all. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if you go to the toilet and you go like number two, you can't you can't flush paper down the toilet. And this is in the Dominican. Yeah, you can't really. Now f- is this flush in the them. apartment complexes or is this? In yeah, the like I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, I'm sure. Like in, even in my my aunt's rich place, she told me not to flush paper down the toilet. I still did though, because I, I thought it was gross to. Code number two and not flush it down the toilet. The paper. I was like, nah, I'm doing. I'm, I'm not. That's gross. So what do you do with it all? Just put it in like a trash bin next to, it, or like a bin next to it or something. Ah. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. I mean, but but, but uh, and then the water pressure. You know, like my aunt had water pressure in her like in her complex. So, uh, she in her house. So she had like. A shower head, right? Mm-hmm. And water was coming off the shower. And I'm sure in resorts, it'll be the same, you know. And I'm sure, like, if you go to a resort, they're not going to have tanks of water. I'm just going, I'm talking about, like, other places. Not, I'll assume they yeah, would have, like, a well or something. Yeah, they have system. their own kind of other thing just for specific, because that's their cash cow. Yeah. So that they have to, like, you know, really, you know, do well in tourism and stuff. So, uh, so I mean, in, in my, in my un- one, one of my uncle's house, uh, um, the water pressure was really low, so you would have to like, in order to take a shower. There's no shower head there, mm-hmm. uh. So there's 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 like a, you know, like the faucet thing where, where the water comes out in the shot in the shower and and the, like, and, you know what I'm talking about the, yeah yeah just the regular faucet thing, uh and oh and then and then what we would do is you fill up some small little jug of water and just like put it on top of your head you know that's how you kind of scrub it on it's like an old just old yeah. school you just yep. need to wash off yeah yeah and, and then and then i remember back in like the mid 90s so when i went visiting some of my aunt's house they had like huge i would say like the i would say like five foot maybe four and a half feet size blue tubs of water that and that's how you would get your water. You you would you would you and if if you had to take a shower or take a bath, you would just like fill up things of water and from and bring it from that to, tank to to the to the tub. Now was this back when you were visiting when you were younger? Or was yeah, still, younger. Or this, what about today? They still probably they still have that place. If you go to like Campo, like the camps, you you they would have it like that. Yeah. And you only stayed in the Airbnb, so you have no idea. No, I stayed. I stayed in my. The last time I went, when I went last year, I stayed in my uncle's house. I stayed in my cousin's house, and I stayed in my aunt's house, and I stayed at the Airbnb. So, so yeah, 
but you, I mean, could you live there? Uh, I would be able to live there if uh, if I, I don't know, I'd have to have my own area, you know, like my own, because the traffic there is crazy. Near the resorts too? Ah, uh, not so much near the but resorts. In San yeah, not so much near the resorts at all. You'd you'd see like more. I don't know. You'd see like people like buses going to like when you go to Punta Cana. There's yeah. like a place uh, around Punta Cana where people go for like dancing and stuff. Uh, they take buses and stuff. But when you go to like the capital, that's you're gonna see a lot of uh, like kind of like mopeds or something like, like dirt bike type things driving on the road and stuff yeah. and there's people driving without any lights at nighttime like we were going we were on a highway it wasn't a it wasn't busy it was just no one because the when we go to you're gonna see a lot of busyness in in the capital but I, when i went to my aunt's place during nighttime i was getting a ride to my aunt's place um my uncle or my cousin was driving me and it was dark out, but you know, no, a lot of people don't have cars in that area, so it's not gonna. Or a lot of people don't drive to those rich areas. You know, they they just mm. mainly reside in the in the populous cities there. Uh, so when we were on the highway, and it, it was it was it was dark. It was pitch black, and there were, there was like motorcycles like driving behind us with no lights on. I don't know how they were driving. Like they had no lights at all. I guess they were just had light vision eyes or something. <laughs> so how did what made your how did your parents end up getting here? Uh well, um uh, my my dad's family um side of the family some people lived in in United States already. Mm. So like there's some family part of my family that lived in other parts of the like other countries and stuff that aren't Dominican Republic and then they ended up getting like some kind of like like visa to come to the United States and and then so like my my aunt um, one of my aunts has lived in the United States for a while um, I probably since the, the 60s or the 70s uh, so my dad already had like you know peep family that lived here so it, it made it easier for him to come over here you know mm -hmm. uh, so uh, my dad came here first out of my mom and my dad so my dad was already here he I, I, he lived in new york that's where uh, they all reside like you know probably like i don't know exactly no probably washington heights or something but but they yeah. they, they they that's where they that's where they uh that's where they emigrated too um and and my my dad would visit dominican republic a lot um and to visit family because you know he's from Dominican Republic and that's where his family mostly resided so he'd go over there a lot uh and then one one time he uh my my mom took interest to my dad and stuff so uh and this is one one of the times that he came to visit or something mm -hmm. and, and then he he uh I don't know exactly the story behind it but they 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 ended up mar getting married um. I, I don't know if they got they they my mom was already married to my dad for like I would say three years before I was born, um so she came into the country in I think nineteen eighty five uh nineteen eighty six nineteen eighty five I think yep um and, and uh then I was born in eighty seven so that's 
And then and my mom's. You were born in 87? Yeah, I was born in 87. So you were what, 31? 32. Shit. Yeah. What? I didn't know that. I thought, you'd be, I thought you were younger. No, 32. Yeah, my and my mom's family, side of the family, had no one here in, in the United States. So uh, my dad and my mom divorced and, and at, when I was like one or two years old. And she was kind of like alone, sort of. All she all she knew was like my dad's side of the family and stuff. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, but then she, you know, it was there was a struggle. You know, single parent living, it's tough. In Lawrence. Yeah. Well, I lived in Lawrence for only a a, a year, uh, and then I moved to to uh, uh, Haverhill, uh, hmm. and then I moved to Bradford, which is like. A nice part of Haverhill. <laughs> uh, and, and then after that, we moved to New Hampshire. I moved to New Hampshire like half of eighth grade. So you moved, you bounced around, you were in Lawrence for one year. Yeah. You bounced around. We to got, we got robbed a couple times in Lawrence, so it wasn't like a really good area. You got what in Lawrence? Robbed. Gunpoint? No, no. Houses were broken. You're broken into, yeah. No, yeah. So I mean, I'm not sure if we were if it was gunpoint in Lawrence. I'm not quite sure. But uh, I know. just remember the the most recent time. It wasn't really recent, but we got robbed and when I lived in Haverhill too. Uh, and uh, they, I remember because they, we weren't home when they robbed us, uh, and they went they broke the window in my room, and that's how they got in. So I was really scared. I was like frightened because they're like, oh they might come through my window again there's like a gaping hole in my window now and i think they're gonna come in again I don't, i'm wondering how i mean i talked to a guy last night about lawrence in general mm-hmm. he says it has gotten better uh yeah question is how much better and how much longer is it gonna i take? mean i'm not i'm not i'm not like a person that goes to lawrence constantly i go there to get my hair cut Mm-hmm. Uh, I go there to eat food from Pollo Tipico. Uh, I I mean, I mean, I don't live there. I, I don't live around there. I, I, don't, I don't hang out there all the time. I, I, I don't like being in Lawrence, to tell you the truth. The restaurants, like, I only go there for the Spanish food, Pollo Tipico. But if you go to some other rest, like the other day, I went to the Friendlies in Lawrence. Friendlies? Yeah, I went to the Friendlies in Lawrence. Uh, that's a kind of a... I went there mm-hmm. like 20 minutes before close. Oh. And, the, and, and the doors, I just wanted ice cream. The the doors were closed, and there were there were still people in there eating food. Yeah. And the the servers were just ignoring uh, me and my friend. They were kind of like laughing at us, like, uh, it was weird. They were just kind of ignoring and just like going about their business, like wiping the tables down and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was like we just wanted ice cream, and that was it. We're not gonna get get like a meal or something. But it's just weird. So, all right. So you you lived there for a little while. For those of you who don't know, Lowell. Lawrence Drake it. it's a beautiful area with a lot of promise hell it's right near the water and the water outlet actually takes it to um, an area between Plum Island Airport and Ooh, Plum Island yeah and I love Plum Island in Seabrook uh, so like if or you, Newburyport if, if it's Newburyport well, Newburyport Newburyport which in yeah. Newburyport is a very upscale beautiful town yep. dog friendly liberal mm-hmm. but Gorgeous. Like, yep. if you want to live in one town in Mass, you live in Newburyport. Very nice place. Um, but in Lawrence, there's a lot of it's 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 a pretty area, but there's a lot of, from what I understand, low income housing, 
Mm-hmm. There's a lot of migration over there, and it's just it's just constant crime. Constant. Uh, I don't I know mean, about I, was, I, was I don't there. know about those constant crime to tell you the truth. Uh, I haven't really. I don't really watch the news to tell you the truth. Well, it's better off you don't. Yeah, I, I don't watch news because it, all they do is show bad stuff. Yeah, you know, and I kind of got sick of it. So I, I really don't know a, a lot about like any. Because like, you seem like you you kind of understand. Because there's a lot of stuff going around in other places that are not Lawrence. You know, like there's. There's a ton here. Yeah, and Manchester is horrible for with like this whole fentanyl thing and heroin and stuff. Well, the, there's a thing. The big thing about living in that spot is because you can, when you live in Lawrence and Lola and Drake, it's right across the border because Massachusetts has a high tax. Yeah. So they can go right across the border into Nashua, pay no taxes. Salem. Sa- Salem and La- Lawrence. Lawrence is close to Salem. Right. Nashua is Pepperell, Massachusetts. Right. And yeah. you can, but you can jump right across the border. Yeah. Buy stuff for cheap and not pay any taxes. Go yeah. right back. Um. Yes, you're right. Salem is one. That's why there's a big mall yeah, there. Yeah, it's close to Methuen, you know, like Methuen. Lawrence and Methuen. Um, it's sad because it does. There is, you can tell that there is an an, an issue there because you look at the rental prices mm. and the rental prices in Man in compared to like Manchester, Concord, Hooksett, are comparable to the ones in Lawrence, Lowell, Drake, at Methuen. Um, compared to what's in Boston, um, it's it's a completely different animal. It's a third more. Oh yeah, but then you Boston's can, but I think more like, expensive than Lawrence. I think yeah. there's more promise from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. There's way more promise in Lawrence, Lowell, Drake, at Methuen, as far as community building, family building, mm-hmm. opportunity to gentrify or clean up the area. Mm-hmm. What I saw in what in Worcester was a whole different story. My de- my uh my sorry, my brother used to live in Worcester. I was I have never been more depressed. By a town in Worcester, Massachusetts. Oh, really? Disgusting. Hmm. You know the main strip in Worcester where there's like the Worcester Palladium? I'm, the not, I'm not quite sure. I don't hang out there's in Worcester. Main, well, there's I just a main, went there's to two my, main my strips. There's, there's the park, and you have a strip of, of restaurants. Mm-hmm. And then there's the main strip. It's just the whole main road where all the businesses are supposed to be. Yeah. There's all, all lease signs. All for lease. All closed. Empty. Just literally a whole street. Imagine if Concord reminds me of like New York, New Jersey. When you when you explain, because I went to New York, New Jersey once, because uh, I visited my my uncle and and he lives he, at, in New York. At, back in the day, he used to live in the Bronx. Mm. So and but he worked in New Jersey. So we would take. Uh, he had to go to his work for something to pick something up, and we 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 took the train into New Jersey, and we kind of like got out and somewhere in newark or orange or something mm-hmm. and it was just really kind of crazy there. In... like the houses were all kind of like dilapidated yeah yeah i stayed in jersey city mm-hmm. that was terrible that was so bad was it it was just so the parking was so condensed um they had airbnbs there for people who wanted to just jump on the train and go to new and go into manhattan yep um i'll never do it again because they towed my car, and not only did they tow my they car. They towed it? They towed it. Towed my car in Jersey. What What was there? I parked in front of somebody's garage. Oh, okay. Parked in front of somebody's garage, so they towed it. And gave me a ticket. Mm-hmm. Parking ticket. Okay. So, like $180. I literally went and picked up the car, so I had to get an Uber. Drove to the place. So it was $180, plus the Uber, plus the ticket. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, the car was literally in and out in an hour. It's like, I mean, I was outside there. I they had I started my car when it was already up on blocks. Mm-hmm. Like he already rolled the things underneath it. Just couldn't. Yeah. Just fucking so. In, was, I I just got a parking t- ticket just the other day when I parked in Lawrence. I went to the the Spanish food restaurant that I they go to Pollo Tipico. Yeah. And, and I parked there, and there was I didn't know it, there was no sign. I don't know how, where it was, but apparently there was like a timed parking. That you can only park there for like a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, I had parked there, and it must have been over an hour. I, maybe the limit was an hour or something. Wait, they don't want you to enjoy your food while you're there. No, well, it it was across the street from this place. The park there was no parking in the actual restaurant. Right, it's so just I had to park on the. It's street. on the it's on the main strip. Yeah, where there's I just, had to park on the street. Yeah, like it's like Elm Street. Yeah, so, and I, I I don't know about, across the street could be other companies, you know, maybe right. they, they want uh, the, the parking, parking for tip for them to, yeah, just so they have some type of, like, a thing there. But I got a ticket, and it didn't get towed or anything, it just got a ticket. How much was the ticket? Um, trying to remember. Um, In comparison. Well, I gotta, it was I gotta under see. what you paid, it was under what you paid. Well, in comparison, I got a ticket in Jersey City mm-hmm. for hundred and eighty. You said. Well, the ticket itself was oh. 50, 50 and change. Okay. I got a parking ticket in Manchester for fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Just a parking ticket for fifty bucks. In Burlington, Vermont, I got a parking ticket for fifteen dollars. Oh wow! Fifteen bucks. Yeah. I mean. Depends on where you park. Cause I got a parking. It's kind of the same thing. Park on the main road. Don't pay your meter. Yeah. Didn't pay my meter in Manchester. Fifty-two dollars p- uh, parking ticket. Didn't pay my meter in Burlington, Vermont. Fifteen one five. Paid over the phone. Fifteen bucks. It's, Fifteen it's, bucks is like you pay to park in a garage that's, in Boston. Uh, that's uh, Bernie Sanders did that. <laughs> it's not he bad dropped, though. He dropped. Uh, Drop the prices. I don't don't know. get me wrong. They're, they're very like they're, they're that very... was the one thing about it. it. Was nice. It was right on Lake Champlain or whatever. I'm not. Say, I mean, I'm. Not, I don't know if Bernie Sanders. I'm just saying that. It's always uh, talking about lowering stuff, and so I'm thinking like, oh, he lowered that too. I, I have no idea. I don't get political on this show. Yeah. I had Johnny Monotone on here last week, and he was talking about he, he wanted. Who's Johnny Monotone? Johnny Monotone is a friend of mine. He has. Okay. Uh, he means well, but he knows that he has no tone differentiation in his voice mm. when he talks oh, okay. so everything is like this yep he's right here mm. it never goes up or down so it's like so i i just nicknamed him i just nicknamed him johnny monotone um fucking he knows i introduced him like that um but i he i think he wanted to get into like aoc and something like that i'm like listen i don't care about politics here i don't want to talk about shit like that here it doesn't do anybody any good right now it's only too divisive I'd rather talk about cultural shit or just talk about how Elon Musk is gonna get to Mars in three years. I'd rather talk about that. I'd oh yeah, the, I'd rather it, talk about. Doesn't the, he like developing something to yeah. do that? Like, oh, SpaceX. Yeah. What? What? Yeah. Yeah, SpaceX. Explain and then that he's to developing me. Neuralink. Explain. SpaceX is basically his way of getting people to Mars. He wants to get to Mars, build, uh, do R and D there, develop a station. He wants to get to. First of all, he wants to get to the moon. And then build a jump point so that we can get supplies and other things needed from there 
refuel at m- the moon and then go to Mars. Oh. And he wants to go to Mars. Because we're pioneers. That's what we want to do. Do we really want to be stuck here? It's like that, it's like that movie if, with I, Arnold I, Schwarzenegger. I answered that question a few, pod, a few pods back. If, if Elon said, yo, you want to go to Mars? Would you go? Uh, you know, if if it's gonna if, take if, you a few, if he you're, paid me, you're gonna be you will because, be because because be I'd have no money. A million dollars tax free if I stopped working. Million dollars tax free. Okay, I'd go tax free. Obviously, your your expenses to Mars are paid for. Yeah, I'd go. Your health insur- your health care is looked after. But I would like to, you know, so you don't have to go worry through about- a, go through a process of making sure that. Health wise, uh, I'm able to make it. Like, oh yeah, well, I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to puke. You, I don't want to puke. You know, during the during the flight up or something because of the 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 force, deal. the the G force or whatever. It's, G-force. Yeah. I don't think that's going to be an issue. I think there's other things you be, should be concerned about, like the fact that it's going to take like I think a year and a half to get there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm, have to. I'm, I'm cool and I don't know that. if they're gonna put you to sleep or if you're gonna have to, you know, plant flowers along the way <laughs> and do journal work and shit like that. Yeah, zero gravity environment, so your bones are gonna decay mm-hmm. because there's no there's no gravity on them. There's mm-hmm. less gravity, so your bones are going to become weak. Your body's gonna become weak. No, they don't explain that part in the movies. Well, not like, most of them. Like like that movie with uh, Chris Pratt and uh, um, the girl from Hunger Games. What's that movie? Passengers. Yeah, where where they're all on the the and they're all sleeping there. And like they don't they don't they don't realize that when all like all those hundreds of people wake up that they're gonna feel like Jello. That is a good question. That's a good thing to think about, actually. Yeah. You're just sleeping there the whole time. How do you keep? How does your body stay congealed? Yeah, it's weird. I don't. Yeah, I don't know how that works. Mm. So. The food there, like you and I understand. I lived with, on when I lived on Gray Street or South Gray Street. I lived with a an immigrant named Hiro, mm-hmm. Hiro J A I R O, and he was an immigrant from Colombia. Uh, used to uh, used to run cocaine for the cartels. He, he didn't know. That, he just ran the packages. He didn't know any better. Oh. Um. He came here. He left when he was like seven or something. Left home when he was like seven. Came here. Mm-hmm. A little short. You know, Colombian dude introduced me to some illegal immigrants, and I was introduced to their food: arepas, uh, um, the, bre- the 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 bread with the cheese and the salt, uh, like bread really the, the pet, like the, the peasant salt. shit. Bread with the cheese and the salt. Yeah, it's like this little round. It's like this little round hard. Gani keke? Huh? Gani That's an, it's like an. I, I think it's, it's, like, an it's a, like a fried dough. I think it's an arepa. Oh, okay. And it has like the Goya cheese on it, and they put, and all they do is melt butter on it, and then you eat it like that. And then, of course, mm-hmm. empanadas. Empanadas became. Right. I like Goya cheese, like queso fresco. Queso uh, fresco. Yeah, queso I love fresco. queso fresco. Yeah, it's good. It's delicious. Yeah. Um, but he introduced me to, to empanadas, and I fell in love with those because to me that's just basically Latino wonton. Yeah, it's no different. That's good. I don't give a shit what they put in it. It's delicious. It's freaking awesome. No wontons are small. Empanadas are big. Oh, empanadas generally are bigger. Yeah, uh, empanadas handheld like wontons you can yeah. eat with a fork. The South Sudanese like actually, one... the Sudanese people eat a lot of the same food. It, it's funny. The African, a lot of the African food. You is... know, like kipe, kipe, like you know, I'm talking about like that thing that I was talking to you about before. That's not a, that's not a Dominican thing. 
Where's that from? That's from like an Arab country or something. So like it's Turkish. It. Yeah, or maybe uh, uh, Mediterranean. Because the migration Mediterranean. of people going to the Dominican Republic. Uh, well, that's the there's thing. a lot of Asian people in Dominican Republic. Sure, why not? Yeah, Something so all, a lot of people just like migrate there from other countries and stuff because people are just attracted to nice weather. <laughs> the um, it's weird because you you I I eat the South Sudanese food. Yeah, it tastes like it tastes like uh, Mexican food. I I visited my friend once. Uh, um, the rice tasted the same. Yeah. The, the 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 complexity of the meats was pretty similar. They yeah. overcooked their steaks like I like I expected. They dry I, them out. No, I, when I cook steak now, I make it medium rare. Yeah, I'm very medium rare. Medium rare because I used to eat it. You know, well done, hamburgers, well done, mm-hmm. all all types of stuff, well done, and I, I didn't know the life of medium rare. Like medium rare is actually was that mind blowing? Yeah, it was like oh medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> oh medium rare. Did um so when was the first? How'd you meet Turcotte? Turcotte, if you guys you me guys and know, John he, knew he each other. Poke in production. Me and John knew each other before high school. How'd you guys meet? We were we were in Boy Scouts. You were Boy Scouts together? Yeah. What troop were you? Uh. I have no idea. I think it was Troop 98. I was 55. I think it was Troop 98, to tell you the truth. Yeah. But uh, um, uh, but I only did it for like a year or two. The, uh, did you go to Cub Scouts or did you just do Boy no, Scouts? No, no Cub Scouts. I started way back in Tiger when I was like five. So oh, I did Tiger. Okay. I did uh, I, I, Wolf, I, Bear, Cub, I remember, and Boy. I remember like when I got, went to Cub Scouts. I mean, when I went to Boy Scouts, you, you start off as like a scout. I think that's like the... The top, the the first one, right? Well, what is it? Like the, the first. Well, when you're five f- years old, it's it's tiger. You're like a tiger scout. You wear like an orange shirt. No, and is an orange that hat. is that is that a cub scout thing? When you're five years old, I'm talking about tiger, and then you move to like, and then you move to a cub scout. When you're cub in scout boy, when you're in like boy scouts, what's the first thing in boy scouts? Uh, what's the first thing in Boy Scouts? Yeah, you're first. just you're just a Boy Scout. Yeah, that's exactly. I was that. Yeah, and then they have and then they have tenderfoot. Boy Scout, you have like, yeah, there are rankings, and then you eventually try to, foot. You I try never, to get to eagle. Yeah, but I never, I never went up a rank. In, I the, in a year or two that I was there, I never went up a rank. Well, I was a Boy Scout for two years, and then I bailed. Yeah, I wasn't there for two years, and I didn't didn't go up or any ranks. I was just like the first. I was white belt karate. <laughs> um, usually, what you do is you go to um, that camp. You go to the camp. I've gone to the camps. Right. And then you go and you, you train you, there. You end up getting like you're raped. But <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Yeah, you go there, you get a few merit badges. You get like your fireman chit, I think is what it's called. Uh I got those things, like uh fireman chit where you have to like, you know, make a fire. Yeah. And then there's some other thing where you have to like know how to wield an axe. And then there was, I remember I, I went skeet shooting for one of them. Yep. Uh, archery. I did rifle. I did archery. And then yep. I did like Leatherman. I got my Leatherman, la- le- like my leather. And there's a whittling one too. There's a, there's a ton of them. Yeah. There's a whittling one. Yeah. There's, there, there, there was a shit ton. I only got like two merit badges and then my, my. A swimming one too, I think. More than likely. Yeah. Uh, and then there was one, re- and then eventually we just ran out of money. Mm. It was bullshit though at the time. Though. Yeah, it was kind of like made I, shit. I stopped going because, you know, I didn't have, I didn't really have a ride to yeah. get there because my mom, my mom would be, uh, 
when it was uh was working until mm. later on at night um and was not able to drive me most of the time so uh she i think she, i don't know she she did try getting some i, she I tried. Know, at the time when i was in boy scouts you know i didn't know anyone yeah i i was new you know, I, I, John and all them, they, they've known each other for years, you know. they. So she was just trying to get you in with the crowd and get yeah. you to know people. And you met yeah. you met Turcotte. Yeah, I met a lot them. of people from Boy Scouts. And then you guys have been friends ever since. He's pretty good, apparently, by keeping up with his old friends, right? Yeah, he is. Real good. And then that's it. When did he start shooting movies with you? Uh, well, that didn't happen until, I would say, maybe like 2014, 2015. Really? Something like that. With you? Because yeah. I thought he was shooting movies for a lot longer than that. No, maybe, maybe like, uh, like twenty fourteen, probably. Well, it's because I, uh, I, I lived in in, cause we 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 lost touch. I mean, I did do random stuff with him, like in college, we would go to like this, uh, little area to you know have a party and stuff and just start just drink some beers and stuff with a bunch of other people but yeah. but you know we we did also play uh um you know football uh that would set, football games that were set up in college and stuff but as far as like that that was the only times I saw John in college and um and we we didn't really hang out that often in high school at all after after boy scouts we didn't really hang out in high school mm-hmm. But then uh, I uh, I ended up moving to Derry because I lived in Litchfield. I moved out of Derry and moved to Litchfield for like uh, five years uh, or four years. And then I moved back to, to Derry um, and I lived there. And at that same time, John invited me to come to his house to go to a game night. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, and I was and I was like, oh cool, that would be cool. Uh, go on game night and hang out with John. The last time I had hung out with him was years before, uh, like a couple years or three years before that. And, and he was like, do you, you want to come to the game night? And that's how I met all the people from the game night. And, and, and we play we played like board games or whatever games we get our hands on, you know. And, and then and then uh, and then that's how the people from game night were in the movies. You know? And we that's how we would film movies. Like, what was the first, a movie? What was the first movie you ever did with them? Uh, I think it was. Um, I was uh, some kind of like like gangster gardener. I don't know. I was like a gardener. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was the one. We, I was. Uh, I think it caught, the movie was called Long Division. I think that was the first movie that I was in, uh, and it was a long movie. John doesn't like it that much because it's so long um, <laughs> parts of it. And, but uh, I was. Uh, I was. A, I guess I. I had two girls hostage. Yeah, and I don't know if you've seen the movie. I had like nope. two girls hostage, and I had like knives uh, that I would torture them with or something. Mm-hmm. And, and I'd be like, "Shh, quiet." Uh, I, John, <laughs> John told me to be be menacing or scary. And John, John, uh, I was like, "What should I say, John?" It's like, "Just say this, Gio. I don't like it when girls' hair is longer than mine." And so I said that in the movie. I was like, "Shh, quiet." I don't like it when girls' hair is longer than mine, <laughs> and, and just random stuff. But uh, my my f- most favorite movie, even though it was like in the dead of summer, like in the in the right in the middle of summer, and I was wearing like five layers of clothing, but Stephen out of place. I was like a homeless guy teaching 
another new homeless person how to be homeless. And you like the roles that you play. It's all right, yeah. You I have, like being have, in the movie. You definitely it's have fun. some it's, weird ones. It's fun being in the movies, yeah. Yeah, it's – I mean, you definitely have – I mean, I've used you a couple times. The reason I steal you from every, from any, everybody else is you're reliable. Yeah. Like, you're reliable. You take the work and you just do it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, here, dude, this line – just look in this direction. You're easy to mold, mm. and I just don't want to deal with anything. I just want to put the product out there, and then that's and deal with the rest of the shit later. Yeah. Uh, but you're very easy to work with, uh, and I don't have. I just don't have to think about it. It's like I just have to make sure I have the idea, and then we can just execute it. Yeah. Um, and it is a bitch because sometimes these video, it's it can be inconvenient weather, it can be inconvenient timing. Like the last time, and we I, you know filmed. me, I hate working with fucking people because yeah. I can never get what I want. Man, the last time we filmed, it was like zero degrees outside. Yeah, when we filmed the beacon, it was a yeah. bitch. It was really cold. Right. We could only stay out for like 10, 15 minutes before my hands started started. Freezing we literally up. had to film in in pieces. Yeah, but we did film that entire thing in one night. Yeah, like we literally filmed that the whole video probably in two or three hours. Yeah, and I was freezing. <laughs> yeah so we are um we are filming a sequel to that if you haven't like he's been doing uh you've been doing work with me since uh, breeze of a terror portrayal well the movies yeah but yeah. we actually had you doing work with me since like we oh we positive 20- sarcasm i did positive sarcasm and i dressed up dressed up as polky yeah you did this with kids, this kid's uh, character named Polky. Hi, I'm Polky. And it's like, oh my god, this is so. This is gonna get us in so much fucking trouble. Oh man, he dressed up like a farmer, a black farmer. And oh my like, god, he's not under this couch. And we're like, oh my god, we are fucking so dead. Um, but it was yeah. But you you did it. You didn't care. And then, but I think we first. When did I? You you and I first met either at a backyard bonfire. Oh or, yeah. Uh, we then, no. It was at a bonfire. Yep. And, and, and yeah, and it was. Uh, there were lo- they were playing a lot. They were playing cornhole tournaments. Yep. Uh, it was this dude. Uh, what's this dude? He yeah, he's a, he, he's a, he's, he works as a nurse. So. Yep. He's down the street. Oh, he's on the street. Yeah, yeah. like they're on the other side of the, on the other side of South Willow. Yeah, and, I used to, um, I lived in Litchfield at the I time. I was competing back then. And then yep. we hooked up again. You did you go to Rhode Island when I was there? Rhode Island? Uh No, I don't think you to, were there for to that. Waterfire? Yeah. Uh I don't think I went to Waterfire when right. you were there. No. I was no. It, Jared was there. Turcot uh, J- was there. Yeah. Uh the blonde girl Becky. was there. Becky. Becky yeah. McLaughlin or whatever. Becky, yep. Becky McLaughlin. She, Becky was there. The two twins were there. Okay. Um. Yeah, it was just a slew of people, but that was yeah, that was week twenty nine. That was said, way back in said, the day. And then said, ten weeks you later, you said two twins. Yeah, two blonde twins. Two blonde twins. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who that is. I don't remember who they were. <laughs> They're in the video. They're in week twenty nine. Uh, because John took the camera and started doing the rest of the work. Uh, uh, these blonde twins are, are. Have they been in? I've never seen them before, and I haven't seen them since. Oh, oh, maybe, maybe Nick Holmes and his sister. Maybe. Uh, Were they like female and male, like twins, or were they like both? No, they were two broads. Oh, I don't know who you're talking (laughs) about then. The two chicks. I don't. I don't know who you're talking. Yeah. Uh, Nick, I don't know. Maybe there was his sister or something. But um, they were with a. There was a guy involved in the situation. I don't know who it was though. But I think they lived there. They had bicycles. Oh, and then yeah. Becky lost her. She she was her beer was at some guy's house. And her she, beer was at some guy's house, so she beer. wanted to get beer. She wanted she wouldn't leave without her beer. 
I it, want it, my box of wine. It was so weird. It was so such a weird night. I woke up. Some guy's house in Rhode Island. Yeah. What would you guys? You, you guys just didn't go to go to uh, Waterfire. Then you probably we went, went to, to a Waterfire house we party went, or something. We went to Waterfire. Becky went and bought some beer, and then we went to a restaurant, um, the station, the Tap House Station Brewery, mm-hmm. or whatever. And we went and ate there. Yeah. And then I we that the Monique was there too. Oh, Monique. Okay. Um, and then she Becky was was hams. She was all hammed out. And she was max. She wanted to get her beer. Then eventually, somebody was able to go help her get her beer. So I spent. I sped off because my niece at the time lived in Providence. So I crashed there. Mm. I woke up really early, and then I said, "I gotta get the fuck out of here." And I bolted from Providence. Mm. And then I created Week Twenty Nine. And then you took over when I went on that two week hiatus after I dropped the last No Excuses article. Mm. You guys took We're over. We're trying to figure out where's Joey. Where yeah, is... you did episode one, which yeah. was way too fucking long. Because Jared wanted to add in those stupid commercials. I told him the commercials were way too goddamn long. They made no sense. Yeah. I go, if you would have dropped it down to seven and a half minutes, you would have. And thankfully, the second version was different. It was better because I got I got involved a little bit. That's when they found me and John punched me in the face. Hmm. So it was week 38 and week 39 that you guys got involved. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, it was. I still find it like incredible that you can remember all these ep- weeks. That's how I got my a lot. Of, I got a lot of my memory back was by starting this company and then categorizing everything. Yeah. Because I can't remember shit. I'm not gonna remember to have your business card. But then I got all these business cards right up here, and then I have that whiteboard over there behind your head, which has calendar dates of what shit I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And yet I'm still forgetting stuff. But then I categorize all these videos and stuff. They all get put on a server. And then having the week 100 thing was huge. And yep. then by naming everything obscure names, when I give interesting names to everything. For the titles, instead of using clickbaity titles, it's much easier for me to identify what is what, mm-hmm. and that's how I jog my my memory. Like, what is week thirty eight called? Week thirty eight is called "Where Is Joey?" Yeah, so you know. Right? No, it's not. It's called "Has Anybody Seen Joey?" Oh, Okay. Week thirty nine was the what of is sarcasm. week fifty six called? Ooh, week fifty six. Week fifty six oh, was I got you. Atomic Sunset. Oh, oh man. I I mean I don't have anything to week fact 56 check. Week fifty six was my attempt at making a, a short movie. Oh, okay. I've had a few of those. Week twenty was the Visitor. That was Milo, the little running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, a movie. Week fifty six was Atomic Sunset. That was a movie. A week fifty seven was One Year Ago. That was a air, aerial tribute. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I I do. It was it's. John finds it funny that I remember. Yeah, yeah, I remember when when me and John were hanging out with you once. He was trying to like fact Test. check you. He's like, "What's week two? And then you did this. Week two was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> week two had a Star Wars intro. It was actually good. It was actually pretty cool. Yeah, like I designed it. It looked exactly. So it wasn't too terrible. The intro was good. Everything yeah. after that was terrible. <laughs> Just the intro was good. How was week one then? Your first week was that? Oh my god, dude! The vast majority of the ones in the beginning were fucking terrible. Oh, okay. It was only up until week about sixty, when I, when week sixty one, I did the incomplete trickster. I was starting to understand concept and cinematography and camera smoothness. And then over the course of ten episodes and ten episodes and ten episodes, I was starting to figure out, okay, that stuff was shit. Let's be better. Mm. And then eventually by week eighty and then week ninety, my quality of my videos got better. Mm. And then now all the videos I put out are even better than that. 
So it's it's that it's the stock. I have a very stock market routine where it's a, it's basically going up, but then there's some dips. Yeah. But yeah, I'm absolutely much better. I'm much better editor with the gear that I have now than when I, what I was. Yeah, you also have to. You Plus, know, you have to learn by doing. I learned by doing the new equipment that you get Every, along yeah, the way. I test all my gear. Yeah. What what it's what is good for what it's capable of. Should I mm. keep it? Should I sell it? Uh, or should I just hit it with a sledgehammer? So there you go. If you well, you're gonna hopefully be seeing. We're gonna be filming tonight. Actually, we're gonna go get some coffee. I need coffee, so we're gonna go down the street. We're gonna go to Ca- a Roma Joe's and we're gonna pick up some ices. It's real with ices. Nice. Um, but you can check out. You can follow if you want to follow Giovanni Orlando Pena. You can look him up on Facebook. Giovanni Orlando Pena. Exactly. You know. Yeah. Big black G- and beautiful. Giovanni with an so, E. So check him out on uh, Facebook and Instagram. And uh, you can also check him out. Go to my YouTube channel, YouTube uh, Positive Sarcasm. He is in week thirty-eight. He's at the end of week thirty-eight. He is uh, in the movie Breeze of Betrayal at the end, and he's in a Beacon. couple. And then you can also go to you can also go to Polkin Productions, and he's in a bunch yeah, of movies. Yeah. He's in one called It's in the Basement. He's in one called. <laughs> no, he, that's the one where I was uh, yeah, some like, you called ba- me Frog Boy. Yeah, you were fucking that's my Frog name Boy. Is, yeah, that's. So- I was like, John, how you how do you expect to get away with this shit? He's like, he's like, what? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, I know, but you're really not helping your cause. Uh, but no, Geo's a, a fun to work with. He takes direction well, and we pumped out some fun shit. And hopefully, this one that we're that hopefully will be submitted by Tuesday evening for the deadline mm-hmm. will uh, be a winner too. And it will basically, from what I can tell, as long as we can figure out the dialogue for the couch scene basically like you know analyze this you'll be on the sofa and i'll be in the lounge i'll be in the lounge chair mm-hmm. and we will get through that scene and then from there we should be good to go to finish up any other missed plot points with this movie and then i gotta figure out what the hell to name it um and then that's it and i'll just get to editing and then you can figure out what you're gonna do with the rest of your sunday because you're not going to canopy lake park no, um <laughs> but we actually i was though you realize we just did a full hour is that an hour it's an hour dude Oh man! Yeah, quick that flies by. Yeah, you had shit to talk about. I asked you where you were from. You told me about Dominican Republic, and don't yep. worry about it. Go there, eat food, stay on the beach, don't disappear, don't drink bleach. So <laughs> yeah. you can follow Giovanni Orlando oh, Pena at, at Facebook.com. You can follow him on Instagram. I don't think he's a big Twitter guy, but then again, we don't support Twitter on this platform. You Snapchat at all? No. I, oh, I I Snapchat. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so follow him on Snapchat. What's your username on Snapchat? I have no idea. <laughs> check yeah. your Snapchat. Uh, we'll on. plug it. Let me let me plug check it. this thing. All right. Uh, uh, if you want to support this program, go to uh, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Any amount is appreciated. Once again, positivesarcasm.com slash donate. Follow uh, me on YouTube. What's your uh, it's, what, it's, what's it's my it's my old AIM screen name. Your AI your A- AOL instant screen name? Yeah. What is that? O G O the Prism O. O G O the Prism O. Yeah. So O G O the prism with a Z, and the prism, not an S, but uh, O G O the prism O. Zim. Be- because you know, prism. G- you know, Geo prism, right? The car that yeah. barely, barely passed as a car. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you can follow Geo on Snapchat. You can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Minds.com. You can support the podcast by going to my website. If you have any questions or comments, you can now hit me up at positivesarcasm.com. Hit the contact section. Check out all my stuff, uh, tour dates and signature meetings, whatever. Uh, so, uh, yeah. So this podcast will be out as soon as I'm done an- editing it. It'll probably be out tomorrow evening, which will be about Sunday. And then it'll be ready for Monday. And then my normal podcast will be every Wednesday. 
Uh, drops usually Thursday morning. So please like, subscribe, and share. Also find me on Reddit, which is a great place to get yelled at if you don't know what you're doing. And uh, mm-hmm. Gio, let's go get some ice cream. Uh, ice cream again. Icy. Go get some. Go get some ice coffees. And then we gotta finish filming. Ice coffee. So thank you guys for listening, watching, subscribing. Yo, thank yo. you, Gio, for stopping by. Woo, woo. Uh, well, I gotta remember to do this. Streaming live from the Spare Parts Studios. This has been a positive sarcasm presentation. this podcast go to positive sarcasm.com slash donate any amount is appreciated once again positive sarcasm.com slash donate